I hope it holds on a little longer. Don't become a pumpkin yet, Montreal. <laughs> That's not a hot take. That's just a fact. Man, Tampa Bay needs to cool it with the titles to start the 2020s. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Expansion Buddies podcast. Big episode today. Justin, do you know why? Um, I think I do. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the, I'm pretty sure the Masters is coming up or something like that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely that. Um, it's definitely not because it's our 50th episode. Oh, man. That's a lot of episodes. I feel like we should be doing something special for this episode. Uh, I feel like that's a big milestone. Maybe it's not. Maybe we have to wait till 100 to do that. Wait, wait till we get to our actual year anniversary. So in a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming up on that too. Uh, but, it, you know, it could be argued that this is going to be a special episode because we both get to talk about something that uh, we're both very excited for that's been a long, long time in the in the making. Yes, our, our enthusiasm will make up for our lack of knowledge. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. So for those of you who don't know yet, we're going to be talking about hockey again. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the expansion draft for our Seattle Kraken. The first ever Seattle Kraken team is about to be put together. Yeah, uh, I I thought we'd do a little bit of check-in, you know, see how, how we're doing. Because what was it? Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was in Bozen. We hung out. But... What have you been up to these past couple weeks, Jared? Uh, I've been working like crazy. I am looking forward to some days off here in about a week and a half. I'm actually going to head back home. Uh, I don't know how it happened, but I got talked into hitting the golf course with my little brother when I go home. Oh, Um, a real Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers do really. Yeah, I don't know about that because I have not played golf since I was in high school, probably. Mm. Uh, It's going to be pretty ugly, I think. But the good news is, unlike Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, uh, we will not be filmed for a national audience. That's what you think. (laughs) I would be impressed, you know, if Pine Meadows in Lewistown, Montana brought out the full TNT camera crew for my brother and I. But hey, they might. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I have been doing some research. So I, as you know, it's been dreadfully hot this year. It sure has So I have been doing some research on different weather patterns and how weather plays out. Kind of trying to figure out, you know, why it's been so hot this year. Ultimately, haven't come to any conclusions, but I did learn something pretty interesting. Do you want to know what that fun fact is, Jared? Uh, of course, and I feel like you're going to tell it to me anyway, even if I say no. So let's let's hear it. You're right. I am going to tell you anyway. My fun fact is lightning can strike twice. Jesus. I knew I knew the entire time that I was being baited into something. And I, oh, I expected you to ask me how I was at the beginning of the podcast, like you always do. And instead you just didn't. Maybe so I, I was, had to really shoehorn it in. Maybe my subconscious was trying to avoid this inevitable conversation. Uh, yeah, you should be doing just fine. Uh, and yes, lightning strikes twice, at least, uh, as we found out shortly after last week's episode. Um, yeah, congratulations on the win, sir. Man, it, it feels good to be a Tampa Bay fan right now. Uh, yeah, three titles in a calendar year. I heard someone nickname the city down there Champa Bay. Yeah. So ugh, that means good things for uh, the Rays, I guess, this season. If they're going to I through. have my severe doubts. Eh, you know. It'd be cool to see the Rays go. It would be a lot cooler to see the Mariners go, let's be honest. It, it'd be a lot cooler to see the Mariners just hit the playoffs. Like I said, yeah. ba- baby steps here. They, they still could technically hey, make it. Five games above 500 at the All-Star break. That's as good as we've been at this point in the season in a long, long time. And I am pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's it's a nice change of pace. It is. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if the second half goes the same way or if we have the old downhill slide. But uh, we um, have had some really bad games, I will say, though. Like, we uh, got slapped around by the Yankees here. Not so, uh, I've realized 
this year especially, um, I just can't watch Mariners game because when I do, we play awful. That game against the Yankees, ESPN, primetime game, I was like, oh, this will be a perfect opportunity. Grab a beer, sit down, watch baseball game. I watch, we lose 12 to 1. I don't watch, and we beat them the next day. And then I don't watch any of the series against the Angels, and we win two out of three. So I just can't watch games this year. Oh, I see. So you're – um, the reason the Mariners are so bad is because of you. Actually, I think the reason that we're five games above 500 is because of me because I really haven't watched much this year. Fair enough. That's a good counterpoint. But anyway, I had to get in that job – or that job, that jab – um, it's gonna be a job for me because now I have to buy you a jersey. You do, you do, and uh, it'll be a nice little segue into the expansion draft because in a, in a week, uh, not even on Wednesday night next week, we will know who uh, this Kraken's first team is, and thus who this jersey I'm gonna have to buy you for this first team. Yeah, and that's um, I've been looking and doing some actual research on who the Kraken might take and who that jerseys might be. Um, honestly, for what it seems like, everybody has their own opinion. Uh, I've seen some people speculating um, that the Kraken are going to be targeting um, someone like center Yanni Gord. Um, or maybe it's Duard. I don't know. He's Canadian, so it, it may be pronounced that way. Um, from the lightning, I've seen speculations that they're going to be looking at, um, uh, my brain just farted, um, Tyler Johnson. So um, before we get too deep oh. into who we might take, no, I, and I agree, actually, those are two names I've heard too from Tampa Bay, but, uh, let's break down exactly kind of the rules of this expansion draft just in case people don't know um if that sounds good to you (laughs) sounds great to me boss all right so um if you're a hockey fan and you watched this a few years ago with the golden knights it's going to be pretty much the same exact thing uh basically the gist of it is seattle uh, not only gets to take a player from every team in the league they have to take a player from every team in the league to keep it fair except vegas vegas is exempt from this Uh, i think the reasoning is they are still such a new team they don't want to subject the team that just got built this way to an expansion draft although i would make the argument vegas has shown on the ice that they're good enough to partake in this that's beside the point so I think Vegas is more of a uh, an outlier, though. I don't think um, they expected an expansion team to do so well. I mean, we've seen expansion teams exactly. in most sports fall face first. I mean, yeah, which kind of, you know, the expansion draft and this whole reasoning for taking players from other teams, already established players, uh, is to make a new team somewhat competitive or hopefully competitive right off the bat you don't want a situation where it used to be in the nfl like back in 76 when our two teams came into the league uh there was no expansion draft like this they just got to start from ground zero and we both you know it took both tampa bay and seattle years to be competitive uh so that's what they're trying to avoid uh with this so seattle will be taking uh, 14 forwards, nine defensemen, and three goaltenders. They're going to spread that out however they see fit among the 30 other teams that they'll be stealing from. Uh, those 30 teams who are going to be losing a player, they have until the 17th, so only a few days, to protect. I believe they get three protections on their team. They get to protect three um, players. I think four. Four? Oh, Okay three or four. Uh, But anyway, they have until the 17th to name those players who are going to be safe. uh, Basically saying Seattle cannot take them, but everyone else is going to be fair game. Uh, I can't remember if I talked about this with you. I think we talked about this. It's going to be very interesting for team dynamics after those protections are placed, because you're going to have guys who probably thought they did deserve to get the tag that didn't. And it's going to be kind of like, Hey, well, you know, maybe they don't believe in me like I thought they did. And 
for those, for those guys that do get drafted by the crack and you hope that it kind of is the same situation with Vegas where you get a ragtag group of guys together that kind of have this mentality of, you know, all right, our original teams didn't think we were good enough for them. Let's, let's show everybody here on this, uh, this slap together team. So, but anyway, that's kind of the gist of it. Uh, the gist of the big rules anyway. Um, is there anything I'm missing that you know of? Um, not that I can think of right now. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's kind of the X's and O's of how it's going to work. All right. Now back to what you were. Kind oh, of- I, I, I did look up the protections though. Um, teams can choose for two between two protection schemes. Um, either seven forwards, three defensemen and one goaltender for a total of 11 players, or um, a team can protect any combination of eight skaters and regardless of position and a goalie. Okay. So I was a little bit wrong there. I don't know why I thought they just got three. That'd make things kind of wild. But yeah, they get to protect a good chunk of their team, which makes sense. Um, But anyway, I don't want to take away any more from what you were kind of going on about earlier, who you think Seattle could take from Tampa Bay. Uh, you were naming a few guys. Uh, I could definitely name a few guys. I think they won't have a chance at, but yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the thing point. about, uh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is, um, right now the lightning are deep. They are a deep team partially due to, you know, injuries and in the, you know, Oh, but there were over cap in the playoffs. No, that's not how it works. You dummies. I don't know if you've seen the, you know, the lightning were 18 million over cap and all that crap. Uh, I really I haven't, but oh, it, it was, it was a whole thing. Teams were unhappy play, or fans were unhappy because during the regular season they had injury. So they brought people in to replace them. And at the end of the season, um, basically they take the cap hit from those players coming off of an injured reserve. And so it shows that their cap hit is over their cap allowance. Gotcha. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, but because of those injuries, we got talent that we brought in. But either way, we've drafted really well. We've put together a good team. And so we're deep. Um, and so <laughs> with, you know, eight to, you know, 11 players that we can uh, protect, we're, we're still going to lose talent, you know. And like I said, uh, one of the speculations that I've seen quite a few times is Yanni Gord or Goard, like I said, um, who, you know, plays in, plays in the lightning's third line, um, has had some really good seasons has statistically kind of dropped off. Although he's been a, a, a leader for the team, he's a center. Um, but you know, he had his best season, you know, goal wise and point wise, uh, in 2017, 2018, and, you know, has kind of dropped down since then. Uh, but still really good player has had really good plus minus, uh, statistics, you know, and as, you know, while small is a, is a, uh, has been a good fundamental member of the team. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm kind of thinking about this from, the Montreal Canadian standpoint, you know, the team I got behind here in the playoffs, got to know that roster a little bit. Uh, again, there's some guys I think are definitely not going to be selected by Seattle uh, because Montreal's going to protect them such as, uh, you know, Carey Price. I would love, I would love nothing more than for Montreal to somehow, some way not protect him, but I know that's not going to happen. Um, I would Highly lo- doubted. I would also love uh, Josh Anderson. Probably not going to happen. Maybe uh, Nick Suzuki. Maybe, but Suzuki, uh, I think, would be a really good pick. I think he would too. Although I, think uh, but would. I'm I'm pretty sure he's getting protected. Yeah, 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 I'm thinking that as well. Uh, I'm just I, I don't know. I, it's interesting because I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not. I don't know hockey rosters quite that well yet. I will fall into it here yeah as i've noticed as the kraken become you know slowly building momentum i am slowly learning more and more about you know hockey myself you know a year ago even i wouldn't have known what the third line is or what a plus minus stat is but yeah i'm, I'm interested to see how it plays out uh 
where things fall. I'm, I gotta say, you know, the Colorado super team as, as they've been known the avalanche who has, who has these crazy, you know, talents. I wonder who they're going to lose. Cause if they have all this talent, then they're going to have to give some of it up. I was just going to say, yeah. Who do you, who do we think that we're taking from old Colorado? Cause the name I've heard tossed about uh, from that super team it, and I'm probably going to butcher his name. I'm looking at it here and uh, Jonas Donskoy, Donskoy, I'm probably saying that so wrong, but that is a name I've heard uh, and seen tossed about, but yeah, I mean, you've got teams or, or excuse me, guys on Colorado, like uh, Nathan McKinnon and Layden Skog and Andre Brzezowski. And, you know, that whole, I mean, I don't know, Colorado is going to have a tough time, I think, deciding who they're going to protect. It's uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And then you've got some teams like uh, I'm not here to poke fun at, but I kind of am the Buffalo Sabres. In fact, the only team in the NHL who has a pick lower than Seattle <laughs> because they were that bad. They're actually the number one pick in the draft. Uh, Buffalo had a really, really, really bad year. And, uh, you know, the lay of the law says we have to take somebody from them too. So. Yeah, maybe we'll work out a deal. It's like, no, you don't have to take anybody from them. Yeah, maybe Actually, get to take somebody from you. Yeah, yeah, right. They wait till Seattle gets their team, and then they actually get to take somebody. Yeah, uh, and I mean, all of this is totally speculative right now. We don't know who teams are protecting yet. Yeah, I don't think any protections have been put in yet, at least as far as I've read. Yeah, like, we have no idea where goalie protections are going. I mean, there's a lot of easy things that you can say, like, Price is definitely going to get protected. I'd say, Bummer. like you said. Um, but you know, there's there's good secondary goalies out in the league. There's yeah, I, 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 just, I don't know. Oh yeah, I mean, good goalie talent. It can come from anywhere. I, I mean, maybe we'll it, maybe we'll get that guy that is the Zamboni driver. That was that's like I was just gonna say, the guy from the Hurricanes, right? Yeah, yeah again goalie talent can come from anywhere so you know i would love one of those big name guys obviously it's probably not going to happen but um and then you just think of like superstars throughout the league that's not even a question uh alex govechkin from washington Mm -hmm. not gonna happen there's also gonna be some strategy for these teams too because you know i was i was talking about the the meme about the lightning being over cap but you know with losing a player will also affect teams cap too. So there's some strategy for some of these teams. If they're close to cap and they're looking, looking at it that way, they could be like, Hey, we'll uh, not protect this guy. That's a huge cap hit. You know, maybe the guy hasn't fit, hasn't fit the culture of the team. And he was a big free agent signing. Um, maybe, you know, he just hasn't panned out and they don't protect them so that they can, you know, get some cap space back the expansion draft is something that's really interesting to me. And right now it's, it's, you know, basically unique to hockey because we haven't seen any expansion teams in the NHL for, I mean, the NFL for several years and probably won't for, for many years. If ever, Um, honestly, um, I, I don't know. That's a discussion for another day, but 32 teams in a league feels like a really good number. Yeah, and we, we've talked about that before. And, and that's what the NHL is going to be at now with Seattle coming in. They'll need the 32nd uh, franchise. And the uh, NHL has came out and said, you know, yeah, after this, we don't foresee expansion at all in the distant future, or, you know, whatever. So they're going to be pretty good with 32 for a while. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, MLB is – I think kind of set where it's at. Yeah. There's been some rumblings about maybe, you know, cause they're sitting at 30 teams over there in the MLB as is the NBA. Um, I really, I, I could see the MLB expanding first before I saw the NBA, um, you know, but what's exciting in terms of just the city of Seattle is now that the Kraken are a thing and they're going to be playing very soon. Um, and they become the newest franchise in that city there's a lot of hope and talk that maybe the supersonics will follow suit and come back. Um, in that'd basketball. be, that'd be super cool. That's uh, recently I've been going back and watching some old uh, Frasier episodes and they talk and like show supersonic stuff. I'm like, dang, yeah. that's 
Oh man, that's super nostalgic. Growing up in Washington, that stuff. Like I miss seeing that supersonic stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And if a team came back to Seattle, they'd have to be the Supersonics. You couldn't call them anything else. Um, the unfortunate truth is if a team were to come to Seattle again in basketball, it would mean another city would have to lose one. That's basically what the NBA has said. They don't see themselves bringing in a new team like the NHL has done here. And California has got enough teams. Exactly. Though, I mean, the Sacramento Kings almost uh, moved up to Seattle six, seven years ago. And then last second, the city was able to keep them. But uh, yeah, California definitely has enough teams, uh, which, you know, now that we've kind of talked about the draft, kind of talked about how it's going to work, some guys we think Seattle might take. Uh, like I said, we were both very novice fans still. So we don't, we wouldn't be able to list off a guy from every team for you here today who we think they're going to take. Uh, but I want to ask you now that we're just a few months away from the crack and hitting the ice playing their first game. Uh, the first off the schedule has not been released yet, at least the regular season schedule. Uh, who do you think Seattle's first game ever is going to be against? Golden Knights. Golden Knights. I'm thinking that too. I think that'd be really cool to take the two newest teams, uh, throw them at each other to start the season, kick it off on ESPN, big primetime game. I mean, you know that that first game is going to be uh, the the game of the week. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be shown on the big networks. Uh, but yeah, I'm kind of I kind of get the Vegas feeling too. It's to me, it's either that or they're going to throw it back and go with one of the original six. Um, yeah, they're going to go all the way back to someone like Detroit, Boston, uh, Chicago. You know, but I, I honestly. I don't care. I'm hyped for whoever it's going to be. I am counting down the days and the hours before we can watch Seattle crack and hockey. And it's so close. I can almost feel it. I know it's, it's exciting. We are less than a year away at this point. Yeah. We're less than a half a year away at this point. Cause it's October is when they're going to start. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So uh, now who do you think the rivals are going to be? What kind of rivalries do you think? the crack and you're going to form throughout the first couple of years here. Cause it didn't take Vegas long to make some enemies. <laughs> um, honestly, we need to see how the season plays out, who they play, who, who they beat, who they lose badly to, you know, which games are close. Yeah. And it might also depend on like, who's on the team. They, they might get chippy with certain people. Exactly. It, it depends. Like, I think that's like so much of a speculative thing that's based on, uh, you know, how the season plays out. So I, I just think so much of Vegas and their pretty much immediate disdain for the Sharks and vice versa. And, the, and vice versa. Yeah, I was going to say. I, I mean, it just it, it it just came up so quickly, but you had games that were, you know, hard fought, chippy, and then you had a couple playoff meetings and that always adds fuel to the fire. So, uh, you know, obviously we would love to see the Kraken get to the playoffs this first season here. And if they do, you know, that could go a long way in forming a rivalry with someone. But yeah, I, I hope that there's some heated rivalries like that right off the bat with Seattle too, because that's what makes it fun. Uh, that's what makes it it's exciting to watch. Um, I don't know. And as a fan of any sport of any team, you love it when your team has a rival, even though you can't stand your rival. Yeah, but you need them because those yeah, games are always the best. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Just off the top of my head, I could Seattle or could see Seattle forming a nice rivalry with uh, someone out west, uh, just geography based. Maybe the Kings down in L.A. Uh, Maybe the Avalanche. Oh, Seattle, Colorado. That's that's kind of a rivalry that kind of flows from sport to sport. I mean, the Seahawks and the Broncos used to play in the same division back in the day, uh, so that had that going there. It's always a crap fest not in a good way when the mariners play the rockies uh yeah seattle colorado denver i could see it yeah we'll just have to uh, wait and see i guess though we will we will uh but yeah um and yes uh your first jersey comes um via me so we'll find out in a week who that's going to be uh, yeah. The plan is that Justin is going to get a jersey from whoever Seattle takes from Tampa Bay. I'm going to get myself a jersey from whoever they take from Montreal. I'm just excited, man. It's finally, it's almost here. It's a week away. 
I'm I've never sat down and watched a draft in sports besides the NFL draft. I'm absolutely going to on Wednesday watch the uh, hockey draft uh, just kind of to see how they do it. A uh, how it compares to how the NFL does it. And then to see what an expansion draft is all about and kind of the pomp and circumstance that goes with that. I know we're only about halfway through our normal time. Who knows how long this episode's going to run. Let's get to shout outs, uh, call outs. If you have any, I'll let you go first. Cause I need to look up mine again. Uh, Cause I forgot his name. Okay. So I definitely have a call out. Let's get that out of the way first. Uh, You've probably read about this too. USA basketball. What's going on guys? I know you're just playing in exhibition games right now, but you've lost two in a row to teams that you shouldn't be losing to. Now I'm not disparaging um, Nigeria, but USA basketball is the favorite to win the gold medal as they kind of always are. Uh, We need to get it in gear. Because if we're losing exhibition games like this, I don't have too high hopes for the actual Olympics. Uh, And I saw a joke. It hurts, but it was kind of funny. The other night, USA basketball uh, playing Nigeria and and Dame went off and it wasn't enough. And someone was like, oh, it must feel just like being back in Portland for him. Ooh. Yeah. Poor guy. Can't catch a break wherever he goes. Um, So, yeah, that's my call out. Do you have a call out this week? Um, I do. Um, so you may be familiar with, uh, with a chiefs player named familiar with a few of them. Oh, oh, okay. Um, but named Frank Clark. Oh yeah. I'm familiar with that one. (laughs) Yikes. Uh, I don't know if you've seen what's going on with him recently. I have. He got caught like three months ago with like a rifle and a pistol in his vehicle. He got pulled over in in California and, you know, got charged for that. And then three months later, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he got pulled over and had an Uzi in the back of his Lambo that the police found and is, is now in danger of losing out on this next season, getting suspended from the NFL you know, potentially going to jail. Who knows? Yeah, I saw it's, just, that. it's 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 just like this, it's not so much a sports call out, just like a what is going through your head that makes you feel like this is a good idea. This is not the first time that Frank Clark's been in trouble with the law. Actually, yeah, I, it's, I I've I've uh, I was watching a video on it, and apparently he had some issues in college, and you know, definitely and- toward the end of his time in Seattle, there was some stuff that went down. Um, you know, I, I've always tried to root for Frank Clark. He just makes it hard sometimes because he's a hell of a football player and, you know, he just, he just can't quite keep himself from doing dumb things off the field. Yeah, I saw that. So that's a good call out too. Um, do you have your shout out or do you want me to go first? And who knows, we might have the same one. Um, we didn't go ahead. We didn't check with each other first this week to see who we were shouting out. Um, yeah, so I'm going to shout out. We're going to go back to baseball. The San Diego Padres, Daniel Camarena. Camarena, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, the other day, last Thursday, I believe it was, was called up to the big leagues to pitch for the Padres. and. That day, and only his second ever big league at bat, hit a grand slam off of Max Scherzer, one of the best pitchers in the league. Uh, This guy got called up to pitch, not even to hit. (laughs) And he hit a grand slam. Uh, You know what? Slam Diego just strikes again. That's all I can say. Uh, We've talked about how fun they are to watch, but a story like that, I'll take a grand slam like that any day over Fernando Tatis. And I'm sorry, Tatis, but you got to give it to the dude who's the pitcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's definitely my shout out. As soon as I saw that, I knew that's who I was going to. You uh, actually reminded me of my original shout out for this week. So I wanted to shout out. Uh, it was actually at some. Um, my original shout out was uh, Nikita Kucherov. 
um, just <laughs> going full, kind of full Tom Brady in the celebration parade. He's <laughs> lounging on a boat with Stanley Cup and the Lombardi Trophy with a shirt that says 18 million over cap. Yeah. He was just having a great time. But um, did he dent the trophy? Was he the one that dented it? Because I know that the cup got dented. I cannot speak to that. I would never make any sort of claims assumptions or claims okay well it definitely got dented that has been confirmed so (laughs) i don't think it got pitched from boat to boat um but my other one um uh and my brain just went blank again because i can't think of names um it's on slam diego oh my gosh um tatis tatis thank you oh okay I was just going to start listing the roster for you. I, this was like right after we recorded last week. The dude, did you see his double jump? No. Oh my God. If you haven't looked up, um, Tatis, you know, junior, whatever double jump. I'll have to do that. Uh, like I'm, I'm, I'm telling you to do it. Like I'm doing it right now. Freaking insane. Like the the air the man gets. Okay, like, so all I had to type in YouTube was Tatis, and it filled out the rest for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you go on about it while I watch it here. Then I'll give you my like, live reaction. I, I love. Oh my gosh, the air the man gets. Jesus. Personal. Okay, then, I just saw it. <laughs> the the look the pitcher gives him is just like what the flip just happened yeah i also saw the look that zimmerman gave him the batter on the play <laughs> jeez that's he he looks like he's just like i'm not quite high enough let me just get a little bit extra air the 300 million dollar man <laughs> wow like, all right i i don't think fernando tatis is the same species as the rest of us like He clearly comes from a planet where baseball is the only thing they do. And in Earth's atmosphere, they get superpowers, you know, much like Superman, because Tatis is freaking insane, dude. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Uh, We, uh, as sports fans, as baseball fans, as Americans, damn it, deserve to have this man and his team in the playoffs. The Padres better be there and they better play the Dodgers. (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, that was that was pretty incredible. That's a good shout out. I love how we both different directions. It took us back to San Diego for the shout out this week. Oh, San Diego, good team. Yeah, Slam Diego, Slam Diego, and Slam Diego, the Jumping Boys, I guess. Slam Diego and the Jumping Boys. Man, uh, it's that's a name somewhere. That's a fantasy name. That's a that's a something name. You always say these fantasy names and then never remember them when it I comes to fantasy. Oh writing. my gosh, we need to get stuff going for fantasy. We do. It's right around the should, corner. Should we should we do like a fan league? Like do a expansion buddies fan fantasy league? So that'll be the weirdest amalgamation of people uh, that I could think of. It'll be my mom. It'll be someone who we already play with, Kyle Mitchell, in our uh, actual league. It'll mm-hmm. be a couple of your students. Uh, it'll be our friend Goose. That'll be a, that would be wild. Would be wild. Maybe a couple randos from Twitter. Our friend from uh, New Zealand, Patrick. Oh, oh. Pat. I was talking to the guy that, or the person that oh. listens. <laughs> but yes, also Patrick. Patrick's been to New Zealand. That's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, our mystery New Zealand fan who I haven't checked in a while to see if he's been back. But yeah. Know uh you know fan fantasy like put the put the fan in fantasy for that one no no takers there yeah wasn't fan duel already kind of have that yeah we better not get sued by fan duel i guess all right i i'd be I, i'd be all about i see i already forgot the name i just said slam diego and the jumping boys i gotta write that down yeah you're gonna forget it we need to do a little competition on the show where we have fans vote on Twitter or maybe Instagram or wherever to pick our fantasy team names. Or we, we make a bet with each other. Something I actually know. I don't want to make any more bets with you for a while. <laughs> I'm good on that. I'm good on that. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. 
Uh, yeah. So if we didn't say it already, I mean, I know Justin did. If I didn't say it already, a begrudging congratulations to the Tampa Bay Lightning for another Stanley Cup, a back-to-back Stanley Cup victory. Um, they're gonna. You think you think they can hit the three-peat next year? Man, I don't know. It's it's like we've talked about. Like we've talked about, the Stanley Cup is really hard to repeat in. There's not a lot of teams that have done, you know, three peats or four peats. Um, let's see, uh, the Islanders in the nine eighties, nineties, I think. Yeah, they got it's, four, right? They got four. The Oilers with Gretzky did like two last year and then had two more, I think. I don't know. My my hockey history is too shaky. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Islanders got four in a row. Um, but I'll I'll make it easy for you. I no way the Lightning are going to repeat because our boys, the Kraken, are going to win it in their first ever year out. That'd be really cool. That'd, That'd be, be historic. I would be uh, like a kid on Christmas if that happened. Uh, kind of like I was a kid on Christmas last night during the home run derby. Did you watch any of that? I did not. I heard uh, some not so positive things about it, though. Well, I think some people were upset because the number one seed in the tournament, quote-unquote, Shohei Otani, the freak of nature that he is on both the offense and defensive side of the ball, uh, kind of bowed out early. Um, I, I don't know if he was tired, if he didn't want to risk injury at all, which I, if it was the injury thing, I can't blame him. I mean, he is, uh, to put this in perspective on how rare of a player he is, he was the number one seed in the home run derby last night. On Tuesday night, the night we're recording this, he's going to be the leadoff batter and the starting pitcher for the American League. That's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's what you were hearing. Um, there was a lot of stuff about uh, – a lot of people thought that the broadcast didn't give Salvador Perez from the Royals his due. Uh, they didn't, you know, they, they kind of acted like he just wasn't there almost in the broadcast. Uh, I don't know if that's what you were hearing. I, uh, I just have heard some negative things. Uh, yeah. Mostly about the broadcast. It was probably that then. Yeah. I always like the home run derby. I will say last night's wasn't maybe the best I've ever seen. I don't know the one. I will never forget was the home run derby a few years ago down in Miami when the Marlins hosted it. Uh, Aaron judge was like breaking his own record. Every swing he hit one so hard that it actually hit the roof of the Marlins stadium and fell straight down. <laughs> oh, which counted by the way, that counts as a home run. Uh, but yeah, the home run derby is always fun. Uh, I'm excited for the all-star game. The Mariners of course only have one player in it this year, our pitcher Yashios Kikuchi, but I, I'll probably tune in for a little bit, see how it goes. Um, they they kind of took away the one thing that made the All Star Game actually mean something. It used to be that the winner of the All Star Game got to that if the American League won, the American League team that went to the World Series that year had a home field advantage in the World Series, and vice versa. They kind of took that incentive out, so there's it's just kind of like the Pro Bowl now, I guess. Um, although I like it a lot better than the Pro Bowl. <laughs> That's fair. I will not besmirch you that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know though, man. I'm 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 honestly mostly hyped for uh, this expansion draft coming up. Yeah, it'll be super cool. It'll be super cool to see something that we've talked about for so long, even before the Kraken had a name. Uh, we were excited about this, and now we're about to have a team. You know, we have coaches. We have the general managers, we have a front office, we have all the makings of a team except the players themselves. And we're going to find out who they are here and mm-hmm. so soon. Uh, but yeah, you, you, do you have anything else? Um, I don't think so. Not today. That's uh, the sports news has been relatively slow. I'm sure we're missing something from the NBA playoffs. Um, I'm going to be honest. I haven't really been paying attention as well as I should have been. Bucks won a game. They, yeah, uh, I did see that there it's a, it's a two, one series right now. The home team has won every game so far. That might be telling through the rest of the series. Uh, mm. If that is, that means Phoenix will win in seven. Uh, but yeah, you know, I don't know. It's 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 been an all right series. It's been fun. Uh, I've tuned in here and there. I haven't sat down and watched a game front to back yet. But um, 
yeah, it's the NBA Finals sure is happening right now. <laughs> it is a sport. It is going on. At, in fact, I think game four will be Wednesday night. So exciting stuff, I think. Or last night for those of you. I don't listening. know. In between like all the Olympic stuff going on, um, just coming down off the high of the Stanley Cup and um, going into the expansion draft, like NBA has been on like the bottom of my totem pole and I just haven't been. NBA has definitely been on the back burner for me kind of ever since Montreal started their run. Uh, coincidentally that came shortly after Portland got bounced from the playoffs. So that was kind of nice for me to have someone to latch on to. <laughs> uh, and then before we know it, like you alluded to earlier, we got football coming up. We got fantasy. We got to get figured out. We've got uh, college ball that'll be starting before even the NFL. And I'm just excited for all of it, man. And the CFL, of course. Like Speaking the, of the CFL, did you see that Paxton Lynch of former Denver Broncos fame? Uh, is heading to the CFL. I did not. Who's he playing for? Um, uh, God, who? Saskatchewan. Rough Riders. The Rough Riders. Speaking of which, I think it was the Rough Riders that had like four players pull their ACLs in one like exercise the Ooh. other day. I know they just started the training camps up there. Uh, yikes. Yeah, it was like first day of training camps. Um, And like, oh gosh, yeah. It was like one drill within one hour and like four people's pull four four players pulled their ACL. Ooh, maybe Saskatchewan players didn't do enough uh off-season workouts on their own. Maybe that's what that's telling me, but I don't know. Like I said, it doesn't matter. Winnipeg's gonna win it. Let's go. Blue bombers all the way. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we'll definitely have to do a CFL episode if we have time next month because the season kicks off on August 5th. It's coming. It's coming. It is coming. It can come soon enough. It cannot. I need football. I do too. Uh, and I really need – I don't mean to target you when I say this, but I really need Tampa Bay to not win another championship, okay? Um. Three of them to start this decade. You need to listen calm down here, buddy. We've dredged the sewage of the league of the world for so long. We deserve some comeuppance. Okay. We have been tread on by big media and big sports. Okay. Yeah. I'll, okay. But you're, let's. We're let's, taking a stand for the small market, the small fan base. We we deserve some success. First off, I don't think Tampa Bay is a small fan base anymore. Maybe the Rays still are. Uh, but also, let's get one thing straight. Yes, the Buccaneers have had some rough years uh, until lately. But also, you guys are not the Browns here. Okay, you're not the Lions. You've no. won the Super Bowl in the past. Uh, True. Tasted success. So, now... Uh, if success was food, Tampa Bay is now Flavor Town that Guy Fieri always talks about. And quite frankly, I don't think you guys need any more for a while. I mean, it would be kind of. You know of what? I, I, I hate this mindset of like, we guys want take a step back. Let some other teams get it. No. Okay. Their well, teams should get better. Okay. I agree with you there. I'm not saying let other teams win, but it would be nice to see other teams win. And we can well tell those other teams to step up. Okay. I will get right on that. Uh, But you can't deny that it got pretty annoying seeing Boston win everything. Oh yeah. It was terrible. I hated it. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm not saying that the, and you know what, you know what? That's why I celebrated Philly's victory so much. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, that was cool. And I, I I don't think, but again, you had, you have so many teams during that time that have just, you know, floundered, you know, New England should have dropped another one. Not saying, uh, not pointing anything out, but there was a severe coaching deficiency in a scenario yeah, that led to Atlanta. New England's victory. Freaking Atlanta, man. <laughs> also Atlanta, yes. You know, there was severe mistakes made by coaches in more than one Super Bowl because I wasn't originally thinking of Atlanta. 
Um, funny, it's both bird teams that I'm thinking of now, though. You're right. Back in the day with Donovan McNabb, the Eagles did lose to the Patriots once as well. Man, every bird team has trouble with the Patriots, I guess. Yeah, I don't think the Ravens necessarily have trouble with them. You're right. And the Cardinals don't play them enough to really say they have trouble with them. So I don't know who you could be talking about. Uh, yeah, something about having the greatest running back in the league. At the All time. right. I think that's time that we wrap <laughs> up this episode. Listen here. Oh, we know the, the Patriots shouldn't here. have won that Super Bowl. When Super there Bowl- was collusion, I think Belichick and Pete Carroll were making backroom deals. Okay. Just kidding. I don't. I don't actually think there's. So what, I the, do think it was a very poor choice. My general rule here on the show from now on, I think, is going to be whenever Super Bowl Forty Nine gets brought up, that's when we close down the episode. It's just turning into hate speech at that point, and I'm not here for it. Okay. It's not I, hate speech. It's I. You're just saying, you know. <laughs> New England went on that tear. They should have bought, been right. brought down a peg a time or two. And the Seahawks had a chance to do it, and they didn't. Here's my olive branch. Uh, I don't think Tampa Bay is the same evil empire that New England and Boston was in sports. It's going to be a long time before anyone gets to that point. Okay? Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying. It's got to be like, at what point will the fans in that city – get numb to the feeling of a championship. It just hit them one after another, after another here. Have you seen the way Tampa Bay parties? They will never, it will never be numb. I'm just going to say this also the, uh, the Stanley cup and the Lombardi trophy are a lot denser and a lot more put together than uh, the trophy for the world series. So if the Rays win that, that thing can't afford to be tossed around. That I'm thing just saying the Rays that- are not going to win the world series. Well, okay, you're probably right. I will pay you twenty dollars cold hard cash if the Rays win the win the World Series. And if I agree to that, does that mean I have to pay you twenty dollars cold hard cash? No, if they don't. No, uh, it's it's just a right. one way thing because I don't there. believe in the Rays one myota. Okay, logically speaking, neither do I. I don't think they're gonna. I think they might go to the playoffs. I don't think they're gonna go to the World Series. Uh, oh, they had but- their chance last year. They blew it. Hey, I've been trying to play in my head who I want to root for, uh, knowing that it probably won't be Seattle again. San Diego. Yeah, San Diego, but you just gave me 20 good reasons to root for the Rays now. <laughs> so I will the- I will buy you lunch for a week if the Rays win. You think $20 can buy me lunch for a week? No, uh, I will buy you I will I will door dash you from my home in Hot Springs. I will door dash you or Uber Eats you McDonald's. Every day for lunch for a week. Dude. Could the Rays win the World Series? Now I'm wholeheartedly rooting for Tampa Bay above San Diego. I love you, Slam Diego, but let's go. There's some quarter pounders on the line now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, I think that uh, that means we're talking about McDonald's. Uh, It's probably time to wrap it up, wouldn't you say so? Coward. Catwall, do you want to talk about McDonald's more? Because I really don't have nope, anything else. Nope. I you don't want if you don't want to talk about Mackers, then I, I don't either. We'll just cut it off. You're just denying the fans what they came here for. The we real hard hitting questions. We can talk about big Mackers, Mac Jones over in New England. Uh, oh man, that's speaking of Mac Jones, like there's been nothing but like good things coming out about him. Hey man, uh, uh, my favorite meme right now is that Cam Newton's going to lose his starting job to a quarterback who's wearing number fifty. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so weird, man. It looks so weird. Speaking of uh, Cam Newton, he was, and I, I, I kind of want to discuss this, but you, you were just so adamant at shutting it, shutting it down. Um, if you, so I just some, didn't know. if you got something to say about Cam Newton, I'm all here for no, it. No, I just actually forgot about it. But no, Cam Newton was saying, like, since his shoulder got dislocated, he's never felt completely healthy since, like, I think it was 2016. But now he finally feels healthy. You know, last year he had COVID, and he's been trying to get his shoulder back on track. And I, I wonder how much of that is he's actually feeling healthy. He's finally gotten, you know, rest recuperation you know, whatever physical therapy and how much of it is like, Oh crap. Daniel Jones looks or Daniel Jones, Mac Jones, too many Joneses in the league. Daniel Jones and Mac Jones give off some of the same vibes. So they they do. 
I don't um, think that old Mac can sprint like the gazelle that old Danny is, but <laughs> who do you think would uh win in a race, Matt or Daniel Jones or DK Metcalf? Well, okay. I thought you were gonna ask me Daniel Jones or Mac Jones. Cause that'd be funny to watch. DK Metcalf would smoke Mac Jones or both of them, both Joneses. But I thought didn't Daniel Jones like run the fastest in the league? Okay, so he on had that the, one he, sprint, he had like the fastest, like for a second during that sprint, he reached a top speed. I don't know. Take him out of them pads. Maybe he's maybe he's got that wide receiver one speed. Then we're um, just leaving on him. Ask Buda, ask Buda Baker this question, and he'll probably tell you who's going to win that race. That's all I'm going to say. Buda uh, Baker, if you're listening, will you weigh in on this, please? Danny Dimes and Big Mac. Mac Daddy, Return of the Mac. There's so many names for him. I think I think we're ready to close it down. It feels like we are. I don't know. I feel like we could goof around for at least 10 more minutes. But if you want to shut it down, I guess here's, I will. No, here's what always happens. <laughs> when it's time to close down, I'm the one that suggests it. And then... And then you put it all on me. And now I'm going to be the buzzkill that shuts it down. I'm not going to. Yeah, be- you're, you're, you're the not fun parent. No, I'm not going to be Belichick here. I won't do it. You are. You are. You are the Belichick to my Arians. All right. All right. Now, now we're taking shots at each other and I don't appreciate it. Who would your coach equivalent be in the league? Sean McVay, it's the hair. Also, I'm a genius. <laughs> and we already know yours is Kingsbury, so. Dude, I like Kingsbury, but I, I think, like, as far as, like, someone I'm most like, I don't think I'm most like Kingsbury. You 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 take a lot after Arians, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like we're kind of like, oh, I feel like he could be my uncle. I could see I, I see you kind of you got kind of a Carol vibe though. A Peter Carroll. I, I hope a Seahawks Pete Carroll vibe and not a USC Pete Carroll vibe. Um yes. Okay. I'll take it. I mean I love Pete, of course. So uh you, you guys aggressively chew gum the same way? Do I aggressively chew gum like Pete Carroll? That is gonna be <laughs> how would my teeth survive that? That man has teeth that are made of obsidian to be able to chew i don't know i've seen you do some some things to your teeth though you've definitely ripped open packages with mom stop listening justin stop talking let's (laughs) let's wrap it up now i am gonna be you remember that one time you were eating gravel down thank you all for listening from wherever (laughs) you listen from whether it be spotify itunes google podcast that can on a string uh we appreciate each and every one of you for listening we appreciate you for following us on Twitter at the expansion BU one. Check us out on Instagram or now too, same handle. We're going to be putting out content for you as much as we can. Listen back next Thursday because we'll have another episode for you. And until then, Justin, never forget. Artie like it's 1976.